Hey sisters, happy Monday! It's Monday, one of my favorite days. I hope you're having a great morning and I'm so excited to just be here with you today. And in today's episode, I'm actually talking to one of my clients, Tanya Neff. And this goes way back to our very first session where we mapped out her brand. We did live coaching and we dug into the four tiers of brand creation, which she actually used to create her podcast, Courageously Mom. And I'm just so proud of her. If you are a mama with a child with special needs and you're just kind of seeking some fulfillment, some support, and a lot of amazing educational resources on navigating that space, go check it out, Courageously Mom with Tanya Neff. You guys are going to love today's episode. I can't wait for you to hear it. But before we get there, I just wanted to remind you that if you don't have a podcast yet, I don't know why I'm singing so much. This is so awkward. If you don't have your podcast yet in the world, I've got you, boo-boo. I've got the best podcast course available for online entrepreneurs and aspiring online entrepreneurs called Podcast Pro University, and this course has it all. It has everything in there to help you visualize what your new brand will become, plan it, come up with the content, come up with all of the episodes that you're going to be launching into the world, how to get amazing guests on your show, everything in between. I am telling you, if you've been wanting to launch a show, if it's been on your heart, this is the course that will help you get it done. And I'm talking in 30 days or less. It has everything, recording, editing, all of my templates, my swipe files, how to monetize, how to market, how to launch, how to scale. It's in there. And it's ridiculously underpriced. I really, truly do believe that. But I want to help as many people as possible get their voice into the world so that you guys can grow your mission and do it in an authentic, fun, organic way. So podcastprouniversity.com. I will meet you in the course. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yes, we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. So what's your vision for this whole time? Like, why did you hire me? What do you really want? I have just been sort of in this process of what do I do? What am I here for? I've always been an entrepreneur, have always gone after things, started side hustles, and I'm an autism mom. So things haven't always gone according to plan because my kids have needed me and my son really needs me. So there's always been something getting in the way. But I realize that I make a lot of excuses as well. I think because I get overwhelmed with life itself, 
And I've told myself, you just have to put those dreams on hold. But I've just been feeling a tug sort of at my heart, like, no, you're supposed to be doing more. And I was in Kathy Heller's just most recently, I've been listening to her podcast and everything. And she had the made to do this group that was just starting this week. And I was in her five day free group. And I just felt like, I don't feel like it's right. Even though I love her, I love her podcast. There's just something that's unsettling with joining. And like I said, I've been listening to her podcast and I keep talking to God and being like, just please, will you just show me what you want? Because I've been asking for a while and I'm just not seeing it. And doing my nightly walk and I always listen to podcasts and I noticed there was this podcast that I hadn't listened to. And I'm like, how do you skip that one? And it was you. And all of a sudden chills, like I was like, oh my God, I have to (sighs) this woman. And it was like, it was crazy because I had been, no, like I'm not supposed to join Kathy's program, even though I love her. Yeah. It's just not where I'm supposed to go. So I had been thinking about a podcast, but again, I'm afraid. I keep saying like, who's going to want to listen to me? I love to write and have been blogging, but it's more just therapeutic at that. But again, I feel like I love writing, but it takes a lot of work especially blogging, where I feel like, and the whole YouTube thing, you had said it perfectly. Podcasting just seems to be the way to go. And after listening to you on her podcast, I was just like screaming yes, like a million times because I just feel like that's the way for me to go. I would love to write a book. And I always thought years ago, I had my kind of perfect because that's a whole nother story. But I think in my life, I always thought that sort of a crazy childhood that my adult life was going to make up for it. And so I had these dreams, I would daydream, you know, about what it was going to be like when I was older. And it just didn't turn out like that. And so I came to like, it's not perfect. I mean, not that life is, but it's my kind of perfect. And so I said, one day I'm going to write called my kind of perfect but then I was like maybe I'm supposed to have a podcast you know named like going after that and talking to moms like myself that have had to put their dreams on hold to care for a child with special needs but and encourage them to sort of not give up on themselves and what they want I don't know exactly where I'm supposed to end up and six months, but I know that it's along that path. I hope I answered that. Good, good. To some degree. So I think what happens is we don't know where we want to go in six months because we can't see past the clarity that we need. Yeah. And we don't have any clarity. We can't take any inspired action because it feels like, well, what am I even doing? What do I offer? What is my podcast about? What is the book about? But you know what the most beautiful thing is? It's all right there inside of you. It's just that you can't see it. So whatever we come up with today, you're going to go, oh, I've thought of that. Or, oh, that makes sense. And it's going to have been there the whole time. And it's this crazy process, Tanya, of like, we just have to get out of our own headspace because there's so many things that make up who you are. And if you were to write them all down, 
it would look like a jumble of words and feelings and experiences that you've had and callings and purpose work. And it all sit there on this piece of paper and there'd be like, how do I make this into one thing? But that's what I do. That's my spiritual gifting is helping you take all of those things and try to make one thing out of it, one common denominator of who you are and what you want to offer. And then from that, we can build anything. We can have a podcast. You can write a book. You can have a passive course. Like it's limitless once you have clarity. So that's the great news, okay, about you don't know where you're going because we have to get clarity first. But the great news is that's what I do. And so that's where we're going to start. Awesome. I know you talked about in your notes, and again, you've reiterated, you think it has something to do with helping other moms with special needs children. Do you feel like you know that's the call? Do you know for sure? Or do we want to brainstorm a little bit more on who you are and what the giftings are that you have paired with the experiences that you've had? I'm not 100% sure that that's all I'm supposed to do. I feel like I get a lot of messages and people will tell other moms that just got a new diagnosis to reach out to me. So I feel like that's something. And I guess that's why I'm thinking, do I lean into that? I mean, but I think I'd love to reach out to moms, women in general, but I feel like a lot of women could relate to me or I could relate to a lot of women that do have a child with special needs. Okay. Let's brainstorm for a second more on this. Mm -hmm. What else? I wrote that down because I think that's going to be a part of your brand. What else would you be doing? If you could do anything, Tanya, you love to do blank. Doesn't matter if you get paid for it. You find yourself naturally doing it all the time or as much as you find time for. What are some of those things that just light you up? I love making people laugh and I love to write and I love to encourage and build people up. So, I mean, I love just to inspire, but I really am like just a personal development. Like I'm just all about, I want to say working out, like all that stuff. I mean, right now I'm just really into sort of getting myself as in the best shape mentally, spiritually, physically as I possibly can, because I feel like I've been neglecting it for the past couple of years. So those are the things that I love at the moment. I mean, I love to eat too, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. You were lost in being a mom for a minute because of the high level of effort it takes to have a special needs child, right? So you said you weren't working out, you weren't healthy, you weren't focusing on yourself for a minute. What changed, Tanya, for you to go from it's them above me to, oh, wait, I do matter here. And oh, wait, I also need to be healthy and I also need to pour into myself and invest in myself. Was there some shift that happened for you? Yeah, I think just being in an absolute funk, just being like feeling so depressed and getting older. I'm 43, I'll be 44 in August. And I think it's that point of just like, oh my gosh, I know I'm not old, but you're starting to feel like if it's not now, when are you going to do it? And so I feel like just being in a funk and depressed, gaining weight, like looking at myself in the mirror and hardly like recognizing who I am. It's kind of crazy, you know, just to know who I was. And I guess I'm still that same person, but completely lost it in just a matter of years. And 
how quickly I lost myself. I think just that process and looking at myself one day and just being like, what happened? Is this all you're going to do? And just literally feeling tugs at the heart from God that this is not all you're meant for. Yeah. But yet no real clear answer. (laughs) I mean, I would love for him to also tell me that, but that hasn't happened. I mean, I feel like I'm getting clearer, but um, right. So yeah, those are the things that have happened recently. Okay. Is just sort of depression, gaining weight, just realizing, oh my gosh, like looking at yourself, Facebook memories of, oh, wow, that's what I did a couple of years ago. And look at me now. I think that happens to all of us. And yeah. so the beauty in that is, I really think you have a super micro niche here, which is specifically helping moms with special needs children. Yep. Okay. That's a piece of it. But What's the bigger piece of it? Find and love herself. Find herself and then love herself again and make herself a priority again. So I think it's, yes, it's the special needs children, but you're really helping the mom of this because there's a lot of resources for actually dealing with, right? And I'm sure you know more than me, but autistic children or special needs children, and you can find the resources for the kids, but who's speaking up for the mom? of the autistic child who now has this whole level of stress that you never had before of like heavy burdens that you have to bear from protecting your child to relearning all of the things that they need to new medical bills, to new appointments that you have to figure out. Right. So it's like, I almost see you as being this support and this resource of encouragement and love, but also tacticals for the mom of autistic children, but it's for her. Yeah. What do you think? No, I love that. And yes, that's what I would absolutely love to do and what I would be excited about doing. I feel like I would get so excited about that. And Okay, I love it. The topics would be endless. Yeah. Oh. I love that. Good. So we have a direction. Very good. So now what I want to do is try to map out an actual brand with you. Okay. Okay. Because before you can create the podcast, before you can write the book, before we can do all the things, we need to have a clear title for our brand, okay? We need to have a clear tagline, which is the promise for these moms. We want a juicy, great description so that she can actually find you and know it's for her. And then finally, we want to have content pillars so that we know what Tanya teaches and what you talk about that feeds the brand, okay? So that's the four tiers of brand creation. So let's do that. Okay. I really like my kind of perfect. I do really like that. We'll keep brainstorming, but that, and that may have been divinely given to you. I don't know. Let's brainstorm a bit more and see if anything else speaks to you more. When we think of like a title, we can go a couple ways. We can have one that's a feeler, like my kind of perfect, that's catchy, or we can have an SEO driven title that could be something like support for special needs moms. It's kind of like that type of thing, which I feel like that right. fits better into a tagline for us than a title. Yeah, okay. I think so too. All right. So if we were to go with the feely titles, I love my kind of perfect because while her life may seem hard from the outside, it's perfect for her. Yes. I'm having yes. a hard time even getting away from that one, but I really do want to give you some other options. Okay. The other one that I just thought of real quick was courageously mom. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. When this mom comes to her, it's almost like an awakening again of 
I came out of the stupor. Maybe it's like three years in and she's like, oh my gosh. She looks back at the Facebook post from three years ago and she's like, oh my God, time is flying. I've gotten lost. I've been lost. I am now found. I am now ready. I am enlightened. I am putting me first again. Mom matters. Mama matters. Mom matters. Mama matters. Mama with purpose that might be taken. And I don't know if I want to say that because I don't think you're teaching purpose work. Let's get away from that. Let's get away from that. You're teaching her courage. You're teaching her that she matters. All of which are showing her my kind of perfect. So I don't know. Okay. Talk to me. Likes, dislikes. Do you keep coming back to my kind of perfect as well? Where are you at? I do really love the courageously mom too. Okay. But yeah, I think I feel like my kind of perfect. It's hard because I don't know if it's been in my head for so long. So it's hard to think of something else. Courageously mom, unless I'm spelling courageously wrong, (laughs) is available, which is really odd to me because that's really, really clear and catchy. Courageouslymom.com. Oh my gosh, it rhymes as well. (laughs) It's clear and we know who it's for. Right. I like that. And I think my kind of perfect can still be your book title. It can still be, I mean, you already had that defined as a book for you. So awesome. I think Courageously Mom is a bigger brand. It could be your overarching, like that's the top of the funnel. Okay. So like if you think of your brand in a triangle Mm -hmm. and at the very top, we have Courageously Mom and that's actually the brand. Yep. Obviously with Tanya Neff. Great. And then tagline. In a lot of my writing and like just posts that I would post on Facebook and what I've always been jotting down to eventually write a book, I tend to find the humor in life. That's been part of the journey is because I was so stuck in just focusing on the negative that I don't know, I've always enjoyed laughing and found the humor, but I lost that for a bit. And now I feel like that would be part of it. It'd be finding yourself, finding the humor in life, like the ability to laugh at yourself. So I don't know how to put that together, but that's sort of... I think that's part of this awakening process of like trusting that everything's okay, trusting that you can live and breathe, that your kiddo is going to be all right. Kind of like making light of her life again, which I think is more of a pillar. Okay. A content pillar potentially. Because what's the reason we want humor again? What's the reason we want more joy? What's the reason we're working out again? Why are we getting more spiritual? Why did we finally start praying again? Why do we make more time for ourselves? What do we, it's like. Because we, I want to enjoy my life. You know, I want to enjoy the one life that I have, regardless of it being exactly as I pictured it like in my head when I had everything perfectly planned out. When you're a mom and you're like, oh, well, I'll go back to work or do this when the kids get older. But in my case, my son is 12, but he can't be alone by himself. So I don't know if that day is going to come. I mean, I sure pray for it, but I think we have obstacles, but don't like, we can't give up. You know, there's still go after those dreams and to rediscover those dreams and those goals that you had. And even though life might look a little different now, not to give up on them. Yes. 
Okay. I love all of that. As you were talking, so I was writing down the pillars that the brand would stand on because those are all of the things, the hows that we get her here, right? Yeah. So the pillars so far that I've written down are laughter is a big pillar for you. Okay. Love prioritizing and boundaries to me would be a pillar, right? Because how do you prioritize your child who needs you 24 seven and he can't be alone with what you need? Yeah. So that second one could maybe be prioritizing and boundaries, which under that could go asking for help. How did you find some time to take a morning walk? Like, how does she even do it? How does she even make time for herself again? All of that can go in this prioritizing and boundary bucket, right? Yeah. The third pillar I wrote down is support. Because how would, could you have ever done this alone? I bet you have some support, something online or in person some other community aspect where you have that safe space to talk about stuff, to be encouraged? It's funny because I actually haven't. I mean, I've had help with children, you know, as far as say my mother-in-law giving a break, but mostly it's been me at home while my husband works like crazy. But I think with the foundation sort of I created a community in a way that I've met a lot of moms or again, like I had mentioned, you know, moms will be referred to me to connect with. So through that, I have definitely met other women, but I would say at the time of diagnosis, like literally had no one. And I think that is part of why I feel so called to sort of be there because I just remember those feelings and, you know, being surrounded by so many moms and moms groups that I had joined that were moving on to their regular, typical play dates, but feeling like I never belonged because my child just couldn't play with their children and needed so much and was having tantrums and everything. So it was a very, very lonely place. And I think I created something, a group of moms, which has been very helpful. But I think that's part of my motivation here is that time when I didn't have that at all. So that's definitely a pillar then, because I think you have to talk about why it's critical and also share with them. I think along with your podcast, you'll have a Facebook group. Yes. The Courageously Mom community where they can come in and find the support and encouragement they need. You can talk about how You had created this foundation because you were just alone and there's no need to be alone. I think that support and encouragement is almost one of the most important parts of her getting here, finding and loving herself again, right? Yeah. Okay. That fourth pillar that I just feel like for some reason we should add, but you tell me, would be faith. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I'm 100% because I I don't think that I... Even be waking up in the morning and actually just getting out of bed if it wasn't for faith. So, so yes. And I know that that might not resonate with everyone and that's completely fine, but that's important to me. So, yeah, don't be afraid of being a little bit polarizing because out of the 7 billion people on the planet, you can be the beacon of light for, we don't know, a million, a thousand. That's not our choice. I believe that you've been asked to do this work on purpose for the right women to find you, for the right moms to find you. And if we hide anything about how you really got that transformation, it won't work. 
Right. So you have to have the pillars that you walked. And I'll disclaimer myself sometimes and be like, look, everybody's welcome here. Y'all know my beliefs, but everybody's welcome here. And I get so many different walks of life that listen to my show from men. I just had a new ager that we did a call with you like 30 minutes yeah. ago or an hour ago. And I was like, how did you even find me? It's so strange, but it's awesome. Cause everybody's welcome here, but I right. still infuse that pillar because I know that pillar is critical. So we've got laughter, the prioritization, the boundaries, the actual time management is what I guess what I'm trying to say for pillar two. Yeah. The support encouragement slash help is pillar three. Pillar four is a faith foundation or faith. And then is there anything else that you did? You did something with the physical, right? You said you started eating healthy, self-care. Is that a pillar for her to start this also loving herself again? Yes, definitely self-care. Okay. So, so a little bit about me, background in my 30s. I actually had opened a woman's only boxing gym because boxing was always sort of my sport and sort of what I did. And I would run. So I had opened up a gym and it was called Total Knockout. And I had created oh, I this community. It. Yeah, I had created this great community. It was so just exciting. I loved it and was successful out of the gate, which was blessed and everything. But the thing is, is my daughter was three and my son was just entering kindergarten and was about to go into one heck of a year, like really difficult. And I had the gym for two years and I was working insane amount of hours and just not being the mom that I needed to be. And I had to give it up. You know, it was like, there was just this moment where I was getting all the, had all these appointments with clients and classes. And I had this email come in from my son's behavioral specialist. And I literally looked at it and I said, I don't have time for this. And it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I should have time for. So it was that moment that I started to really look at things and say, what, what have I done? I mean, this is a dream. So I realized I loved coaching and everything. But it was like I went from being businesswoman and just all of that. And I literally let that person die. And I had gone to, I ran marathons, but I literally just, I was like, I'm a failure. I'm just meant to be mom. And that's it. But all those dreams were there because I had that community of women that I love and was helping them coaching and helping them find their place. and. I loved it so much, but I couldn't make both work. And I'll never regret picking my children, you know, and never regret it. But I definitely lost a piece of me when that gym closed. And sort of, it was like, I didn't know how to have both. So I just literally made myself that part sort of die, you know, and now I'm 43. And that it closed at, I think it was 38 when it closed. And Oh my gosh, five years have passed and what have I done? And I've been mom and I yeah, think I've yeah. been a great mom, but I've totally lost myself and I've just, it's gotten me into a funk. So on that, and you have to share that story. I actually wrote down a title for a podcast episode for you, which okay. is giving up your dreams for your kids. And I want to share that story. And I think I have a question on that. 
It's called giving up your dreams for your kids. And I'll send you all of my notes too, but. Okay, great. Do you look back and think, not that we regret it, but do you feel if you could have gotten more resourceful or done something different or asked for more help, would there have been a way for it to stay open now knowing what you know, looking backwards, or do you know there's zero chance I could have kept that gym open? I would have needed more money at that point to hire because I had literally gone through everything to see where I could have. I was making money with me doing everything, all the training and everything. But as soon as it came to me hiring someone, it just wasn't going to make it work at that point. So it was tough. But I think that if I could have focused more time into being resourceful and how other avenues I could have tried to make it work or expand that possibly I could have, but I think I was overwhelmed and with just a really trying time with my son, but I didn't know where to turn next. Okay. So then I think the moral of that episode would be that there should be no regrets in this process. I think that should be the moral of that episode. Okay. Not that don't give up the dream because maybe what you're saying is Sometimes we have to pause the dream. We have to pause it for a minute. Yep. We have to pause the dream and that you're okay with it and you knew that you had to and what it would have taken financially for you to keep it going wasn't realistic. Your kiddo needed you, but that doesn't mean you give up the dream forever. You maybe are going to revisit that, but the whole moral is give yourself grace if you're in a period of pausing the dream, pushing the pause button, not delete just pause. I think that should be the moral. Yeah. I love that. Me too. I think you had that beautiful story right there the whole time because she's going to resonate so much. I'm sure there's a dream she's paused and you can tell her we are not letting go. There's going to be a time. There's going to be a moment where you have more help. There's going to be a moment where you've gotten a routine down and you can step back into your dream. Right. And even for you, there will be a moment If you wanted to start the gym again, you could make that a reality because we can do anything. We can do anything, but just in God's timing, not in our timing. So maybe mention that too. Absolutely. So now we already have an episode. So we've got a title, a tagline, we've got your pillars, and we've already have an episode that we've just drafted out. (laughs) Okay. So let me just make sure I I love all this. I can't even believe this. And <laughs> not even an hour yet. And I know, right? So I have courageously mom. Yep. And then the tagline is helping moms with special needs children. But did we find okay, that and is, love themselves? Yeah. yeah. So I have that. That's is it? Great. Hold on. A question, question, question. With the find, I'm wondering if we should add find blank and love themselves, like find peace or find fulfillment. Yes, I do think so. Yeah. Me too. Yep. Helping moms with special needs children find fulfillment and love themselves. Because what you're saying is you feel more fulfilled, right? You feel more whole as you're putting yourself first again. Yes. That's our word. Yeah. Fulfillment or peace, I guess. Because yeah. there was a time where I peace just wasn't even a thing. But, but I, I wonder ever have this one. if you were to go start which you're chasing a goal right now. I don't think it's going to be peaceful. I think anytime we recognize that we got to put ourselves first again, there's going to be a lot of discomfort. You're going to feel guilt. You're going to feel unrest because you haven't put yourself first for so long. And now you feel bad and you feel guilty. So I don't think it's peace. I think we strive to have 
some semblance of peace, but maybe what I want you to even talk about, I think we should have an episode on this, but I think the words fulfillment, because we're willing to be uncomfortable in making ourselves a priority again, that's what ultimately brings some more peace in your heart. That's what ultimately brings you a bit more joy and more fulfillment. I think peace is going to be deceiving. Okay. Yeah, no, I completely get your point. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. So helping moms with special needs, children find fulfillment herself and wait. Helping moms with special needs, children find fulfillment and love themselves. And love themselves. Okay. There it is. That feels better to me. Good. Find fulfillment and love themselves. Your pillars of what you talk about on your podcast. Yeah. Laughter. So this can be, I think because this stuff is heavy, Tanya, get on and we can do a mini episodes with a funny story. You can start yeah. everything off with a joke or a silly antidote or something your kid did that was freaking adorable. Like I think you should infuse laughter and your personality into the show, into the podcast. Yeah. And I'm of course going to make you start a podcast. You already knew that when you hired me. So <laughs> No, absolutely. That is happening. And I'm actually going to have some serious homework for you when this is over. So this call. So laughter. And I think that could be what makes you so different about this stuff. Because if you were to go listen to an educational podcast on special needs children, I feel like it would be dry. I feel like it's maybe it's loving and heartfelt, but is anybody laughing? Is anybody making light? of life? Is anybody sharing awesome, cute stories? You could have the community could bring funny stories for you to share on the air because everybody else, everybody has a special needs kid. So they totally get it. Yep. So I love love that as your unique style, your unique flair. Okay. Yep. Pillar two was prioritizing boundaries and time management. So it's kind of three things, but it's, it's all one. It's all like your external environment, your time management boundaries. Pillar three is support and help and encouragement to keep going, that type of thing. Support. Number four is a faith foundation. Yes. Number five and finally is self-care and physical. That can also include, you know, anything that goes under self-care would be okay. Like mindset, go take a hot bath for five minutes, go for a quick walk. You've got to detox from your environment every little while, right? That's just super important. So those are your five pillars, which means as we create podcast episodes, those are the things we can talk about. And I'm kind of light on my pillars. I just go where I'm inspired to go. I don't go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. But at least you can ask yourself, okay, oh, I just got inspired to share something. Go look at your pillars and say, does it fit? Because I don't want, you may get inspired to something that happened to you. And then you come to the pillars and you realize, oh, I was going to talk about crafting something in my house and you go to the pillar and uh, it doesn't really fit. Yes, I'm doing it as a mom and yes, it was fun for my kiddo, but it doesn't quite fit the pillar. And sometimes though, I'll get a story like that, Tanya, and I'll ask myself, how can I make it fit a pillar? I can use it as an example or a story and then I bring it back to a pillar. Yeah. That, That way we're never losing people. It's super niche to what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. Absolutely. And is it okay to have one more pillar with talking about family, sort of like siblings in marriage? Because I feel like that's a big thing. Like my daughter, neurotypical and my husband. So what, I mean, is it okay to have that many pillars? Yes. 
And laughter, I think laughter isn't a pillar. I think laughter is your style. It's your bonus. It's you. And I love that. Let's just bring laughter into every episode. I think you should start with funny stories. So then use family as your fifth pillar. Because you're right. You do have to talk about family. Awesome. So now we have title, tagline, pillars of your show. Let me give you a description. Okay. Okay. And this will be recorded. You will not be able to write this fast because it like, (laughs) it just like divinely flows out of me. And then I don't know what I said. Here we go. Hey, courageous mom. You are so brave. Raising those littles, walking this path of giving everything you have for everything that they need. And I want you to know that I've been there and I understand what it feels like to feel lost to feel tired, to be overwhelmed. Hey, I'm Tanya. Having an autistic child myself and knowing the demands and the confusion, but also the massively life-changing experience of having a special needs child is a walk I would never change, but it was not an easy one and it is not an easy one. But I've been called to create the Courageously Mom community because I also know that you shouldn't walk alone. I also believe that you can find fulfillment and love yourself along with fiercely loving and providing for those kiddos. Here, you will find laughter, you will find joy, you will find inspiring stories, along with some tough love to begin your journey to you again, because you shouldn't be lost You have permission to step into your own callings and to be joyful and fulfilled every day through prioritizing support, encouragement, time management strategies, building a faith foundation, tapping back into self-care, and sometimes managing all the difficulties that come along with it, along with managing the difficulties that you may face inside of your family. This is a place for encouragement, support, resources, and education to get you back to your dreams. If you are here, then you are already a courageous mom. Welcome. Oh my God, I love it so much. (laughs) You are amazing. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe you just came up with that. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Welcome. (laughs) How do you do that? (laughs) Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah, what you have. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That Did that incredible. feel like her? Did it feel like we were like I, this is her? I can't even believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That is Good. like so perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. Yay! Okay. Yes. We have 30 days. So here's let's yeah. what we're going to do. We're going to recap what we've come up with because at this point you're ready to start a podcast. Okay. Okay. And that's what I'm going to want you to do in the next 30 days. Okay. Okay. So you're not part of podcast pro university, right? No, no. I'm going to add you in there because I feel that you have to have that for the tech side of everything. Okay. So I'm just going to add you because you're amazing. Oh, you are. Oh my gosh. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. So your homework is, I want you to dig into the course. Okay. For the next two weeks, 
And you have everything you need to just get one started at this point. We have title, tagline, description. Good. Oh my gosh, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. You're so welcome. If you like Mama Saw, leave a review. Plenty peace. Hey mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.